Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch hand co-host Calderness. This episode, we're going to be going more into the Hero Clicks for Hunting Tins by Scott Porter. The prizing was announced this week. We're going to be showing off our Silver Age teams that we've been cooking up for the Silver Age event and answer some listener questions. This is episode 361. Howdy, howdy. Let's get rowdy. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Oh, how many six how people think I am funny? It's the hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which absolute fools? It's not richer nonsense. I'm going to make hero clicks like that forever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey, Google, back some Let's attack him because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow. Dial H for Hero Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Hero Clicks singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me, like always, in the studio is. Is your Hero Clicks, is your Dial H for Hero Clicks champion, the Billion Clicks Bruce? What's going on, Simeon? Oh, I finally made it back to civilization after four long days right. in the wilderness. And uh, I want to go back. Let me go back. Why do we have jobs? <laughs> Let's just, everybody just quit tomorrow. We'll go live in the woods like wild people. It's fine. The strong will survive. It really fits. I'm not one of them. I'll die, station. but you can pick my bones clean, just like the skeleton of some small deer I found, picked clean by the turkey vultures. What amazing imagery you've given us to start the show off with, Simeon. I really, really appreciate that, dude. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Goodness gracious, dude. Goodness freaking gracious. Okay. Wow. That is... Uh... Is that what made you happy this week, Simeon? So it is. It was I a mean, camping trip. Parts of it. Yeah, yeah. So I went, yeah. I went camping this week. It was nice to get away. Uh, I felt strangely, I felt a little anxious that I wasn't like keeping up with HeroClix. Like HeroClix news has kind of been popping off lately, and I felt a little a anxious little that I was like, you know, my phone died like a few hours into the trip, and uh, the charger that I had barely gave it any battery. So like I was every so often like turning it on, like every so often, as in like every like maybe six hours or so. I would check it for like a few minutes and then turn it back off just so if I did need it for emergency reasons, you know, they'd be like, ah, he could have called. What happened? Oh, he decided to check Heroclix news while he was slowly like whatever. Um, but no, it was a great time. I went to it's a little place out near Sydney, Iowa, a uh, very small town and then even smaller a uh, very like rural area, of course. You don't really camp in cities usually, but um, right, beautiful hills, like uh, just like that scene from Emperor's New Groove that I will now clip in. When the sun hits that ridge just right, these hills sing. Ah, yes, Pacha. He, uh, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> the hills sing when the sun hits. That's them, right, or whatever he says. I don't know yet because I haven't re-listened to that. But right, yeah, yeah the listener a, knows. <laughs> yeah, they just heard it. Um, yeah, it was a, it was an awesome place. Um, the the only bad side of it, like I and I did see a lot of turkey vultures. There was probably like at least a dozen at one point that I could see, and so they were just like circling. It was a really windy, so they were like riding the contrails like super high and just 
having a grand time. And then sometimes they'd fly really low. And I was like, are they circling me? Am I the thing they're waiting to die? Like, I wasn't sure. But, uh, yeah, there's some other than turkey vultures. There's some actual turkeys. One like ran right past the camp and that was fun. Um, and then uh, the one downside was just an insane amount of ticks. I pulled at least 70 ticks off of my poor dog and mm. they were very invasive, but not in like the invasive species kind of way, like the invading my personal privacy That's not. kind of way. Yeah. And uh, yeah, not fun. Not yeah. fun at all. I will not invite them to camp with me again, those ticks. I will. Nasty little things. Probably wear one of those like dog collars that's supposed to repel them, but I don't know if they actually work. I'll put one of those on myself next time I go because mm. it was a bad experience in that light. But yeah, great time other otherwise. Um, watched the sunset over the hills, watched it rise over the hills. The moon was so bright that I woke up one night and like stepped out and was completely blinded by it. I thought I was like under a helicopter searchlight. But other than oh, that, really? yeah, it was pretty nice. awesome. I enjoyed nice. the camping. It's good stuff. That is good stuff, man. That is good stuff. Out of doors, especially when the weather is getting all nice and almost too hot now. But yeah, that's great. What made me happy this week? Guys, I stayed up till like 1230 Saturday night. Because I wanted to film this pitch meeting video. I've had the script ready for about a week. And I was just like, I got to get it done. I got to get it done. I finally made time to do it. And I got to say, I was really happy. Really, really happy with how it came out. And I'd like, I'm just going to go to sleep. I'm going to set it to upload Sunday morning, whatever. You know, just sleep, whatever. Don't worry about it. Wake up. You know, it, was, it went up at like 6 a.m. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's got 17 views. I'm like, well, it's 6 a.m. on a Sunday. Who's No one's watching anything on 6 a.m. on a Sunday. So let's calm down. And throughout the day, I mean, you guys, you guys killed it. The Wonder Woman pitch meeting is at 405 views, which has to be our most watched video in almost we've a year. It, yeah. It's definitely, yeah, I think it's definitely like quote unquote, like mine and Calder's like, well, it's, I mean, it's Calder's most watched video, but as far as like, since we've been doing the podcast, um, yeah, for sure. Since we've been doing the podcast for some reason, I can't think of the mage night resurrection yeah. starter review has almost 6,000 views. And I don't think we'll ever really, I don't think we'll ever top that, but for some reason, Dang. yeah, that, that Hunter is the Smith highest slaughtered on the us channel from the beginning. We yeah. never had a chance. We really did. Set the bar but way too high. But yeah. yeah, way too high. Ah, oh, gosh. And they had less subscribers back then. Think about that. So tons of people were trying to get in that mage night, mage night business. Uh, but no, guys. But like, yeah, obviously these pitch meetings, they're based off the Ryan George pitch meeting series that he does for Screen Rants. I'm a huge fan of those. If you guys have been keeping up with the channel, you know, we had one for House of X, which was, you know, now looking at it and compared to this video, it's a flaming pile of dog doo-doo. Because I'm like, ah, this is <laughs> this is so much better. It's, it's, so I'm very excited just for how well this video like looks, turns out. Like I personally like, you know, how well it is and how well it turned out. And then I'm so glad, you know, I've been all day kind of looking on my phone, looking at how it's getting views. Uh, people on Facebook are saying tons of nice things. People in the Discord could be a little nicer. I mean, you guys give us money, so maybe you don't have to be, but... Uh, Definitely people on Facebook were definitely more uh, were more like, yeah, dude, this is amazing. This is great work. So all that stuff really, really was like, man, this is why we do it. 
not not for like praise, but just like just to make people laugh and have people enjoy it. So I'm really I'm really happy that people enjoy it. A guy reached out to me and said he was gonna he was gonna send the video to Ryan George himself. We'll see we'll see how that pans out. You know, um, if I get it taken down, if he's like, whoa, it's got a whole 400 views compared to my millions of views, <laughs> take it down. It's taking views away from. They could be that making pennies. Like, except we're I mean we're not monetized, so clearly we don't make anything. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna read a comment uh, from Young Venus. I believe is how I could say it. I had Google translate this. Um, but it's, I love your videos. You're a very charismatic person and the humor you handle is magnificent. Honestly, I'm very angry with WizKids, but this video made my day. And I just think that's so, that fits the pitch meeting, uh, view really, really well. Because like, you know, these are characters that are just blowing up the absurdity of some of the things that WizKids does when it comes to these sets. And I think it's really funny to poke fun of that. Whether you like the new rules, hate the new rules, you like the buy it by the case or don't like the buy it by the case. I hope everybody can find a little bit of joy in this video. And I really had a ton of fun making it. So I'm just really happy with the response. That really did make me happy. I mean, we got 41 likes. That has to be one of the most liked videos. And we do have one dislike. Um, so um, wow. I'll track you, I'll track you down, bro. And I'll kill you. Don't worry about it. Whoever no. you are. Uh, <laughs> whoever you are who didn't like this. You know, I, I know it's not for everybody. So I get it. And some HeroClix players don't don't get comedy a lot of the time. So that's okay. Uh, well, it's but extremely yeah, 49 likes is so it's is like crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's super tongue cheek. Um I you know what? I forgot to check the calendar. Are there Easter eggs in the calendar this I time? I was just about to ask if you looked at the calendar. No. Uh yeah, if you if you look at the calendar in both pitch meeting videos, I I have little notes written on it as if you would write on a normal calendar, but this is as if we're in the WizKids office. There's some small Easter eggs there, uh, but the calendar itself is really small, so you're going to have to uh, like enhance. open it on your desktop. Yeah. Enhance, enhance. Uh, but there there are a few references throughout the month of April uh, to things that happen uh, that you might, might get a kick out of, but that's just another little Easter egg I like to do in these videos. So, Guys, if you haven't watched it yet, I urge you to go check it out. We'll put it in the description. Obviously, more people listen to the podcast than are subscribed to the YouTube channel. But it is really a funny video. And that was our four or five minute plug for our YouTube channel. But seriously, go check it out. It is yeah. pretty funny. And I'm glad how many people liked it. Yeah, yeah. I watched it this morning uh, while I was like cleaning up my campsite. And uh, I was I was pretty impressed. It was really well done. It was really funny. Uh, I was actually I was video when, extremely uh, shocked. It was like, oh, Calder the went there. Like, it was it was implied, but then he just explicitly said what happened uh, at one point. But yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't remember what else I was gonna say. Uh, All right. Yeah. yeah. There was there was another thing I was gonna say, but oh oh yeah, like just sticking on like uh, as far as the pitch meetings go, any of our humor on in general. Uh, it's really tongue in cheek. So like, yes, we poke fun at whiz kids. We are at no point like extremely serious, like angry with whiz kids. Um, when we make fun of them, it's usually just out of, I, I don't know, like you make fun of a good friend. Like when you like, you know, exactly. we've got like that running joke where you always make fun of like your friend who like missaid a word one time and you just beat that dead horse even more kind of thing. It's like that, except WizKids isn't friends with us. They don't even follow us on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep making fun of them until they follow us on Twitter. That's what I'm saying. There you go. 
All right, whiz kids, the ball's in your court now. But all right, guys, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the news. News this week is going to be the more uh, information we found out for the Heroclix for Huntington's online event. We now finally have the prizing. The prizing is, you know, okay. It's got all the main stuff that we knew about going into it. So let, let's just uh, let's just talk about the ooh Scott Porter. Every family is everything. Three hundred point Silver Age event. After this, we'll me and Simon will talk about what kind of family teams we were looking at doing. So. The prizing is heavily stacked in favor for first place. And then 17th through 32nd place do get uh, do also get prizing. So it's it's solid. I'll get I'll tell you guys this. No matter what place you get, you are walking away with some okay stuff, and you'll at least get a Scott Porter bystander token, at least. So first place gets to design a legacy card, gets the Marvel Hero Cooks House of X fa factory set. First through fifth, get a pick a 2020 Con LE from a draft. Uh, and then first, we'll also get one random legacy card, a random team-up card, the Rock Event Map, which is the Hyper RPG Studios. So if you want to recreate Scott Porter unboxings in-game, don't know how you do that, but that's the maps, the Hyper RPG Studios. You'll also get a Rock Paper Hedge Maze Map, DC Brainiac Lex Luthor, a Future Foundation Brick, which is cool. And then you're going to get a ton of WKO and uh con le's so you're gonna get all the last con le's that came out that's the superman prime the kyle rayner you'll get the wko stuff which is like the ambrose chase the steve trevor and all the bad wko stuff and all those objects so you're gonna get like the last like four wko's that's like deadpool the duck all that stuff and also all the con le's from 2019 um, and that's the same for second place as well it's good you're gonna get all the con le's from 2019 you're also gonna get a brainiac and lex luther uh you'll get all the same maps you also get some rock card sleeves, don't matter. Uh, but second place's main thing is it also gets a Connolly from the top four draft. It, it'll, it's it's a huge drop because then it's a random legacy card and a random team up card, which don't have a lot of crazy value to them. Uh, and then you do get a complete set of Spider-Man and Venom Absolute, uh, not a complete set, sorry, the Chase Prime set of Spider-Man and Venom Absolute Carnage. Prime's not worth a ton from that set, but the Chases do hold some of their value, uh, Penny and... They're also just super fun. Like any, they are. They're also just really cool chases. Yeah. They are just really cool chases. And then, like we said, all of the con LEs and WKO prizing. Uh, next up, third and fourth place, you'll get one of the con LEs from the top four draft. Of course, you get a random legacy, random team up, and then all the rest is all the same. Scott Porter token, Rock Event map, all the uh, all the con LEs and WKO prizing. Fifth and eighth place. Random legacy team up, blah, 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 blah. All the Connellys in random prize. Now, you don't actually get all the Connellys. This is actually just WKO prizing uh, from 5th to 8th. Uh, the one Connelly you will get is going to be the uh, Brainiac and Lex Luthor. The rest is the WKO prizing. But the WKO prizing is still nice since uh, that is Deadpool the Duck. For some reason, Phoenix Force Magneto is also here, even though he's not whatever. Then Batmobile and Lobo are here as well. But you're missing like a lot of the single figure Connelly prizing. Ninth through sixteenth, sold a bunch, so they're probably low on them. Yeah, they don't have a lot of Superman <clears throat> primes. They, Who they could sold that be? a lot of them. No <laughs> idea. Uh, ninth place through sixteenth, you get a random team up card. You get the Rock map, get the Scott Porter token, Hedge Maze map, and then you'll just get a couple of the WKO figures. And by a couple, we mean the worst ones, which is like Hassar, Super Giant, Manta, Steve Trevor, and the Flash. It's a big yeah. yikes. And then seventeenth through thirty second place, 
either Scott Porter, Bystander, Rock, Met, Hedge Maze, then Steve Trevor, Flash, Supergiant, Mansa, Hassar. So a bunch of really bad Connellys for, but you know, the prizing is really stacked in hate in favor of first and second. Yeah. Uh, and then besides that, it is pretty weak. So it's pretty weak. Not so lie. To, to whoever wins first, congratulations on really taking the spirit of this particular event to heart and building a super meta gross team. Because I mean, it's, I'm not going to pretend like this isn't a competition, like a competition. Um, clearly this is a competitive event, even though it's like geared more casually, clearly there's competitive options to play and no one should choose to play something that's bad on purpose. That being said, I fully am like throwing $30 towards the charity hopefully it goes all towards the charity and not towards who i paid it to um i'm fully throwing like the 30 dollars towards the charity and intending to not win anything because like i'm not building i'm building something that i'm going to try and have fun with i think it's got like a gimmick to it i think it's going to be a fun team to play i don't think it'll win any games and that's what i'm going so for like i, I I don't. I am, if I wanted to be in the prizing, I would try really hard, but I'm not gonna try really hard. It's for charity and it's for fun, and in my opinion, like anything beyond those two things, if you really want that first place prizing, go for it. But yeah, that's just not what it is about for me. Um, that being said, I'm I'm just so glad. That you know the hedge maze, which was rotated out, got reprinted so yeah. it could be back in modern. Yeah. So that Yikes. for this you know casual event, they're prizing literally the most disgusting, abusive map that's ever been made. Thank I don't think hedge maze is the most disgusting abusive oh, okay. map. Not the most, but it's up. Not there. the most. It's it is up there. up there. As far as rocks maps go, it is one of the more disgusting rock maps. I would it's, agree. It's something oh. that, like, when WizKids was like, yeah, we're not going to make these ones legal, they should have taken a note and been like, all right, yeah, that'll be put back in the pile of things that aren't legal instead of reprinting it on a paper map so that it could be modern again. Thanks for that. That's great. Hedge Maze is such a fun map to play against because you're mm -hmm. playing against the map when you play against it. You're not playing against uh, another really team. Really, you are. Yeah, yeah. it's... Just, I mean, Hedgemaid, ancient, ancient old, old, the wire room. Those are all maps. Yeah, King's very Tomb much to an extent. Against. King's but, Tomb, yeah, to an extent. Uh, it's just probably my biggest upset. Not to get off on a weird rock map tangent, but my biggest upset about the Silver Age prizing is Scott really stressed the casual aspect of it. In my opinion, it probably has the best prize for the event. Designing yeah. a legacy card? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that is. I mean, yeah, and it doesn't have any prizing for thematic stuff. Like, if we're looking at every team, there should be a prize for most thematic team. If you build a Spider-Man family team, but it's like Spider-Man and Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy and Harry Osborn, it's like, look, we're all super spider friends or whatever. Like, that's a really cool thematic team. Like, if you actually build, like, a whole family, like, uh, whatever, Odin, Angela, Thor, Loki, like, if you actually build, like, something like that, or a very specific team in comics, you should be uh, a winner in some case because you decided to, I'm not going to play this as meta as it can be, which is what Scott wants you to do. He doesn't want you to play as meta as you can be. It's supposed to be for the casual player. So I think there should have been prizing to incentivize team building. 
And I'm very disappointed that there isn't. And that, that's not a knock against Scott or anybody. I'm just saying there should have been prizing to do for team building because it's just yeah, that's it's what hard to quantify to be about, I guess. how fun did this person make this team. Um, like you'd have to have it's like not, a not fun, but just be like how comic way. accurate is it? Whoever well, has that, the most yeah. comic accurate team wins. If you can point me a comic book where all these show up and how well you did it with that specific version. Because you can be like, hey, look, I'm making a team that's got Captain America, Peggy Carter and Sharon Carter. Peggy and Sharon and Cap have very little crossover with when they're all alive in comics at one time. It, there is a time when they're doing it. But, I mean, you can't choose like a gauntlet, you know, Infinity Gauntlet, Captain America, or Earth X Captain America, because that's not accurate. You know, like you can make a theme team off of that. But yeah, so I don't know. I was hoping that there would be something for team building. There is a way to do it. Make Scott be the judge and he can be as biased as he wants to be. It's his event. I find this but weird I think because been our catchphrase has always been, you know, <laughs> If you're not playing competitively, you might as well be playing with yourself. And since that is our catchphrase, catchphrase. I, I don't understand why you wouldn't embrace the the competitive aspect of, you know, gaming a charity competition for your own benefit. I don't know why That's you right. wouldn't just see the benefit in that. Like, hey, yeah, this is about other people. No, no, this is about me. No, no, no. I can win right. things. Um. No shade thrown towards Critical Clicks. I'm sure that they're great podcasts. Oh, then you just said their name. I was whenever perfect, Lucas perfect is there fine. instead of the other people. Tons I'm of sure. people would have totally not gotten that reference because oh. no one listens to that show, anyways. But like, and then oh, you, you had to the, go the ahead one and time name a month it. they release an episode. Yeah, uh, That's about thank right, you for yeah. Lucas for bringing the the you know the listenability of that podcast up even incrementally as he has. But yes, the man uh, is a majestic being. Speaking he, of he really ads. Silver Age stuff. We should probably stop bashing on. uh, We should. Yeah, we should. People are going to be like, you guys are being way too negative. This is why I listen to the show. I'm like, it's a joke, but okay. We're always negative. Have you seen what WizKids has done recently? They haven't. It's ridiculous. (laughs) They haven't updated the fan page. Uh, (sighs) That's true. They have like seven Uh, pages that are like working or about to be released from like three years ago when they were going to be released. Someday they'll get them done. Anyways, anyways, modern age event prizing. So this is why I said that making the legacy card was the best prize because the first place gets to either design a bystander or become a switch clicks. And I think for modern age competitive person, it would much rather design a bystander that can be used in modern, you know, competitive, like a modern age event and have a switch clicks. I think having a switch clicks is a very casual thing unless like why? Why would that be the modern age prize? That makes no sense to me. It makes literally zero sense. No there's some competitive guys where it's like yeah, it'd be cool to have it, but that doesn't affect how they play competitively. I just want I'm a not trying to speak for, for these Mudman that makes him like 10 But points. it's like the pog gosh, goodness gracious. <laughs> Man, is, is Mudman even good anymore? Like, like really, objectively. It, truly, yes. Isn't that, like, because for 20 points? For 20 points, yeah, he still isn't KO'd like three times, I think it is. It's been a while since uh, I've sure. looked at him, but yeah, um, I, guess I think so. the ability, the fact that you have 20 points on the board that can be like masterminded to, and he just isn't KO'd. He starts with two life tokens. Yeah, it still takes three, like, three attacks to KO him. He has two rollouts, so they have to try and get rid of one of those or potentially uh, miss him. He is, like, really slow and doesn't deal any damage, really, like 10 for three. 
So he's not doing a whole lot for you, but he's just really hard to deal with. Now, my legacy card would give him plasticity. Oh, he's already got plasticity. Never mind. Uh, my legacy he's card would boost his speed to 14 and let him free move. But uh, I won't be winning the okay. legacy card. Well, that's enough. That, no more Mudman tangents. But that's what I'm saying. This first place is... Now, the design of bystander, if, it, if it's like a point-costed bystander... Uh, then that is competitive for sure, hundred percent. Because then you're designing something that can affect the game. But I mean, a legacy card to me is much more, it's much bigger than designing a bystander. But yeah, that's the first place prize, uh, and whatever first place doesn't choose, second place gets. So they can choose design a bystander or become a switch clicks. That's pretty. First sweet. place will get the Spider-Man and Venom Absolute Carnage Factory Set. Pretty solid factory set to get with all the objects, chases, and primes. Not bad. And then one through five is once again going to be the Connolly Draft. And the rest of it is all the same. It is the one random legacy card, random team up card, the map events, the bystander for Scott Porter, Hedge Maze map, the Brainiac, Brainiac and Lex, and then all the Con LEs and WKO prizes. And then second place will get either the bystander or the switch clicks, whatever the top places and choose. They get the same thing. They get the Chase Prime set for Spider Man and Venom. And then it keeps on going. And then the rest of the prizing is all the same. So. For those of you that played in Worlds in 2019 and played in WKOs, half of this prizing doesn't interest you at all. Uh, it doesn't interest me at all, so it's not the reason I'll be playing. And actually, I won't be playing. I actually uh, made the choice to go to Tulsa. So, But I mean, like, there's no... This prizing is really sad. So unless you win, it's just not really good prizing. So just have fun, guys. Play maybe some Battle Royales. Yeah. Uh, I honestly Battle Royale worry. On, uh, so this is the Sunday, the 300 this. point modern. That's the Sunday. Yes, event, I think. Yeah. Uh, I signed up for, yeah. I think four uh, Sunday Battle Royales. I don't know how many I'll actually be able to play, so I didn't want to overextend what I'm able to do. But I, I put myself in for four on Sunday. I'm doing the Silver Age event on Saturday, and whatever the thing that is happening Friday, I just completely choose to ignore. Um, there's also a raffle. I think it's like $5 entry. I don't even remember what the pricing is on that or what like the thing that you get is, but I mean, they're at least doing some, some interesting stuff. It's the most digital version of worlds that we've seen, um, period, because there's actual WizKids prizing, there's raffles, there's battle Royals. There's like all the stuff that you would see at worlds. There's multiple events, um, other than just like you know team sealed and 300 modern so yeah it's it's gonna be fun i think uh i'm gearing to have like a fun time and that's about it because i i truly don't believe that i'll even make a dent in like the top 30 i don't know how many people yeah. have signed up yet whatever the half point so, that is. it's just yeah the 16 to 32 it's it's really rough the prizing is, is sadly really lame i really wish um, it would have been some Wonder Woman chases. Like if they would have done states type prizing where it's a Wonder Woman chase prime set or even a Fantastic Four or Future Foundation chase prime set. And then it's you each you choose one and then someone else chooses one, you know, uh, throughout top 16. That would have been great prizing or well, Wonder Woman could have been top uh, yeah 16. Everybody would have got one chase or a prime like that would have been really great prizing. And then top 16 makes it just inflates the chances of you getting something. And by that, I mean, like, I'm no, I know I'm not going to take home first place. Like, just fact of life, not going to happen. It's not going to happen. 
Simeon and I both know that. And I'm not saying that to knock on Simeon. We both know we're not going to take home first place if we play it fun and casually how we're going to play it or would play it. So, yeah. The raffles, for people that want to know a little bit about the raffles, uh, they will be tickets purchased on 11.59 p.m. on Saturday in order to be entered. So you got to have a, quite a few raffle tickets purchased before Saturday. Uh, uh, and then they're going to be 5 bucks each. Prizes for the raffles are going to be Connelly's. So, I mean, that's going to be all the same Connelly's we're used to. A super, I don't know why it's called super pre-release Deadpool play at home kit version and much more. And then winners will be picked at random because that's how a raffle works. So I don't know what they mean by a super pre-release Deadpool play at home kit, but uh, we'll see, I guess. We shall see. <laughs> but that's the Hero Huntington's uh, thing. We can go ahead and talk a little bit about the teams we were thinking about building. Uh, I'll go first because Simeon's team sounds so good. We want to save that. We want to save that bad boy for last because that's it certainly seemed like a process to get made. Uh my team is a police theme team. There are two people that are related, and I took full advantage of not having to own figures for this team. Uh, the first character is Commissioner Barbara Gordon. So that's the Batman animated series 020 Barbara Gordon. Uh, she's 35 points. She has enhancement leadership police team ability. Pretty solid. Uh, she can do a power action and give friendly characters with the, I think, a shared keyword. They can ignore hindering terrain for line of fire, which is cool. And then her dad, a.k.a. the commissioner. So the 25-point chase from Wonder Woman. Yeah, nice. that one. Yeah, so I just wanted really cheap police on this team because I wanted to fill it out with police I actually liked. And I lied you, when I said this you was You realize that's team. not uh, that commissioner is not Jim Gordon, right? How so is it not Jim Gordon? Is it? I thought it was... Uh... I mean, let me look him up real quick. I thought it was uh... real name James quote Jim unquote Gordon. Oh, okay. James Never mind. Jim Gordon. Never mind. He's just a very young right. looking Jim Gordon. So I thought he was like uh, Constantine or something. Like, like, I haven't read the comic. I've got an so... old. I've got an old Barbara wow. and a young Gordon. That's wow. what we're doing here. <laughs> okay. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right, and then obviously Jim Gordon. He makes the uh, the rookie bystander, which is just real good, real solid. Um. The rest of the team is figures I actually want to play, and that is Miles Miles West, Sheriff Steve Rogers, John Jones Justice Rider, and Diana Prince Justice Rider. I just wanted I just wanted to play uh, Cowboys, and then they all have police. I couldn't find a cheap way to get uh, sharing a keyword and Diana Prince on the team at the same time. wasn't It wasn't working out, and that's two hundred ninety points. So we do have ten points left for objects or other stuff or whatever. So. I would have thrown on, on the Wonder Woman armor and then given it to Miles, but uh, there's no Wonder Woman team ability to copy on this team, sadly. It's very, very sad, very sad. But yeah, I just wanted to play a cowboy team, and I think it works pretty well. I think Sheriff Steve Rogers with Miles Miles works pretty well. Diana Prince, when she succeeds at her leadership, she gets to modify your attack and defense value by plus one through your next turn. So that is super solid. Know what I mean, baby? So now, because Captain America or Sheriff Steve Rogers doesn't let your opponents modify their attack by anything when they yeah. target anybody adjacent to that Steve Rogers. So then, Waterman also giving you a plus one defense. Ooh, very good, very solid. I'm a big fan, big, big fan. And of course, we got some high noon trait 
got some, and she's a 10 for four, which is still really, really solid. So I really like that about is Diana Prince. She's only five clicks long. So for 70 points, she's not, she is not good, but it's funny. And I have a ton of leadership on the team. Uh, who has it? Gordon has it. Sheriff Steve Rogers has it. Diana has it. And then the commissioner also. So I have four leaderships on this team, which makes up for there being no carry besides the robot on this team. So yeah, big, I, I just like this. Howdy, howdy, let's get rowdy. My shooty, shooty, tooty team here. Yeah. Big, big, big. Just wanted to play Cowboys, man. I think it's funny. It's it's a great time. So, yeah. And this is the only way I could get them to share keywords and have a relation. So, that that would be, that'd be my Silver Age team. I think it's fun. Uh, we only have two characters that are Silver Age. And that's kind of the bummer when they open it up to Silver Age. You want to try to put more Silver Age figures on the team, but then you're like, man. Yeah, modern age is just so good. Well, and it's—I mean, you got to do like kind of like a split because you want some of the like fun new modern whatever is going on, but then you want to mm -hmm. pick like some some silver stuff that uh, either has like you know like an interesting trait or just like maybe work well, with it or something, or maybe it's just like a figure yeah. that you used to like play. So yeah, like splitting it's like not too bad. I did try and go more like. Uh, more rotated for my team build, but I think I ended up pretty much like 50-50 split anyhow. So for my Silver Age, I actually made, I have two possible theme teams that I'm going to do here. So the first is Asgardian with the Secret Wars Battle World Odin Chase. So he's the one that shuts mm. down stop clicks, protected outwit, and the ability to heal when he's adjacent to opposing characters. Um, which is great because on his 120-point line, he has Outwit, so you can move him up and then Outwit somebody that's protected Outwit. Uh, I then went with the Captain America and the Avengers Thor because he was the cheapest 50-point... He was a 50-point Thor. Um, I really wanted to do the title character, Thor Odinson, because he's just, like, gnarly. He's really fun. But... You know, it is what it is. And then I doubled up on my Lokis. I went with the Mighty Thor 02 Loki, who is the one that's got the God of Trickery trait for an extra 10 points. Let's him start with two of the bystanders. And then anytime uh, his special uh, damage powers shape change, and when he succeeds, you can generate one of those uh, two-click deep Lokis, um, which is just really fun. They have zero point value for all effects, including scoring. So you can make as many as you want. I mean, hopefully you managed to hit shape change. Probably not, but hopefully. Uh, then I threw on Jane Foster because, hey, she dated that guy at one point, right? That's the storyline. She also became Thor later on, but that's not this version. This is just the, the Healy nurse one who does support even if the target is adjacent to an opposing character, which is great if I'm carrying her around. And then the uh, Thor Ragnarok can, movie. You can turn into Thor, though. Yeah, she does have the, uh, what is it, uh, when an adjacent friendly character is KO'd by an opponent's attack after resolutions, you can replace her with the uncommon uh, Jane, uh, or no, the uncommon Thor from that set, the TMNT set, number 017. <clears throat> so there is that potential. But I prefer to have like a medic if I'm not, if I'm completely losing, then it doesn't really matter, I guess. But yeah. I prefer to have a little medic there. Um, and then to fill out that team... I went with the Ragnarok movie Odin, who is just a 25-point oh, okay. leadership sidestep. 
He does have Mastermind, which I probably would never use. I'd probably just let him take him out. But he has the Gain Odin's Favor trait, which is each time a character, a friendly character with the Asgardian keyword hits an opposing character, immediately give them an Odin's Favor token. Friendly characters with one or more of these modify attack plus one. So basically, if any of my characters hit once, then for the rest of the game, as long as this Odin's on the board, they have a plus one attack, which is solid. It's not amazing, but it's solid. Um, the other team that I'm considering is an animal theme team Ooh. which luckily i'm playing a character that makes that a named theme team and isn't that Ooh. important for this event uh it moving sure forward, isn't. isn't being a named theme team so much better so starting off got the fan favorite devil dino because i mm. just wanted to build around devil dino guess who's like see guess this, who devil dino game. happens to be related to calder himself yeah i have no idea do? probably no one uh, but he is an animal, and you know what else is an animal? Splinter. Yeah. Mm. The Rat Dad. The original Rat Dad. <laughs> uh, so I'm playing <laughs> Devil Dino at 100. The Splinter from uh, Shredder's Return at 25. He's got Empower, and then he uh, has a unique modifier. When he hits an opposing character, you modify the attack value of all other friendly characters by plus one, which Ooh, isn't bad attack. because he's got 11 and, 11s and 10s, yeah. so it's not like it's impossible. Plus, you already want him next to probably like whoever you're close combating because uh, he's got that Empower. Um, and then I'm throwing on the common Leonardo and the common Raphael. So Leonardo's got Charge Blade's uh, Leadership, He's also got a unique modifier. If he's adjacent to a friendly character named Raphael, you modify his defense value by plus one, Leonardo's. Um, and he can use the carry ability and carry up to three Ooh. characters with the TMT keyword. So he can carry Splinter and Raphael. Ooh. which That's is much fun. better with no negatives. Yeah. And then uh, I've got Raphael on the team, of course, who has the dolphin symbol. Um, they both do. Ooh, very overpowered, that. people are telling yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> This will really wreck stuff on those water maps that I'm planning to use. Um, I don't even think there's a water map that I can actually think of that I would use. Uh, but Raphael has Charge Blade Super Senses, not doing a whole lot for 50 points, but he's an 11 attack top dial, so he's not bad. And then he's got a trait that is, if he's adjacent to a friendly character named Michelangelo, you modify his defense by plus, Raphael's defense by plus one against ranged attacks. He can use the carry ability. Yada yada. I wasn't okay. going to put Michelangelo on this team, though, because I don't like him. So instead, I put the High Evolutionary, the Super Rare Prime from oh Fantastic Four Future Foundation. So this Let's is the first go. the first modern figure on this team. Uh, for 20 points, he does a lot. He, uh, When establishing theme teams, you can treat Animal as a named keyword. So that really does nothing for this team. But I, I don't remember if this got eroded to be six theme team props or not. It is. It is okay. 16 team props. Yeah. This was one of the few that actually got slipped in there. So uh, he will give me double the amount of theme team props, which is cool. Um, mm -hmm. Then he comes with the isotope A. Uh, he can start with the game with that. When he uses its effect, he may target other characters with the animal keyword. And that, of course, uh, isotope A is perplex. I think it can be used doubly, but uh, let me double check. Isotope A is uh, perplex, but only to target this character. When this character uses it, this character has animal keyword modify chosen value by plus two instead. So yeah, high evolutionary, since everyone's an animal, 
uh, he can use it to target other characters. When he uses it, he can use it to target other characters with the animal keyword. So I can double perplex somebody, which is cool. Um, he also has traded leadership. When he uses it and succeeds, also remove an action token from another friendly character within range with the animal keyword. So it's like a double leadership, and it works on everybody since they share a keyword. And then finally, he has a stop click with super senses, and when it's first revealed, you place him in any square on the map, which is... A good way to get away from being uh, like double tapped. Uh, but that's high evolutionary. And then to round out the team, because the team already kind of makes no sense, Devil Dino, Splinter, Leonardo, Raphael, high evolutionary, I threw on an X-Man, Calder's favorite series. Uh, so oh. comic series, that is. Uh, big fan of the movies, too. So <laughs> I threw on Maggot who happens to have the animal keyword. I've heard a lot of people say that it's a fun piece to play, and I have yet to play it, so um, since I don't have to own the figure, it's great. Uh, so he's got, it's kind of gross, and he's got three traits. It's kind of gross, but it's how I live. My digestion is weird. So it's free, generate an eeny or meeny bystander, unless Maggot's bystander of that name has been KO'd, each has max one. And then free, remove an adjacent eeny or meeny bystander from the map. If you do, remove all of that bystander's food tokens and give them to Maggot. So these are separate ones, so he can generate and uh, remove it in the same turn. And then he has free, remove a food token and choose one, heal two clicks this turn. Or this turn, Maggot can use charge and modify his combat values plus one. Mostly just put him on here for the extra figures with eeny and meeny. Um... And his prob, so he's got prob top dial. But yeah, I've got I've got a perplex. Um, the only thing I'm really missing is outwit. But other than that, uh, you know, Devil Dino makes his bystanders. Splinter has gotten power, and you know, unique modifier. Leonardo's got his unique modifier. So he's actually a plus. He's a 19 from range when he's next to Raphael, which is solid. And then I can just standard perplex or double perplex Raphael with like high evolutionary or something if I want to high evolutionary starts with defend so everybody's rocking an 18 right off the bat if I decide to keep them all grouped up I don't know I think it's it's a more fun team just because there's more pieces involved but it's also at the same time it's not a great team like there's just there's so much stuff out there that just completely obliterates this stuff in like three turns and that's fine, but it's going to be sad when I don't get to do anything cool. I'm going to be real sad if Devil Dino doesn't get to make yeah. all three pogs. Like, throughout the tournament, he'll only make, like, one set. And one thing that actually makes Devil Dino a lot worse for me is I can't choose to push my pogs to death. So if somebody kills, like, let's say I make Homicide Crabs, and they kill two of oh, the yeah. three, then that one is that just, like, stuck crab. there until they choose to kill it. And if they just choose to leave it there, I can't generate any more until that one's gone. So uh, I maybe should have thought of like a way to like energy ex add energy explosion to this team so I can KO my own pogs if need be. But yeah, not a bad team, just not a great team. Also, not a bad team, but not a great team. You could play the power pack, but why would you? Because it's going to leave you about <laughs> 75 points short. Uh, if you use the future, if just power pack keywords, and that's doubling up on your Julie and Alex power. So you could make a fantastic four theme team, but I've already talked at length with how lame that is. But I would give someone mad props if they played a, a power pack team and then played it 
let's see if we do the rare julie the rare alex franklin katie jack yeah you can play it 125 points short uh if you don't play the normal <laughs> julie and alex as along with the rare julie and alex Dang. yeah i wish so if anyone enters some anybody related, but i don't if think anyone enters that I will give you your $30 back for entry if you run the power pack at 175 <laughs> points. Contact me, show That's me your build fair, sheet, yeah. show me your entry. I will I will give you your $30 uh back to no, you. Yeah, so or I'll also or if you want me to I'll also donate $30 to the Huntingtons. Either way, either one. Uh, if yeah. you run power pack at 125 points short, double your donation. Um yeah, I was thinking about running like Fantastic Four is the first thing that came to my mind because that's the yeah. the most recent family team that I ran, and the only problem with Fantastic Four for me, uh, it's a solid, it's a super solid team. It's almost, um, I don't know, I I think it's almost competitive. It could definitely win like a states event. Uh, I played it in a states event. I didn't win, but I think it could. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Sydney. Yeah especially with future foundation thrown in. But the problem for me in a silver age event is that the oldest fantastic four figure that is silver legal is from 2020. So like everything fantastic four is going to be modern for another two years. So I didn't want to like go to that. I thought about doing WWE and doing, uh, I think we both kind of like thought about doing either the undertaker and Kane because brothers of destruction, baby. Yeah, they're technically brothers yeah. as far as kayfabe is concerned. Not at all related yes. in real life. Um, but then, I mean, people that are related in real life would be Charlotte Flair and uh, Rick Ric Flair. So that's yeah, a team that you could cool. actually do. And so, yeah, you throw WWE in some other WWE yeah. stuff. Or I don't know what is what does Ric Flair and Charlotte have keyword wise? Evolution, human uh, family, evolution, WWE. family, WWE. Yeah, so it'd be a WWE family. It would have to be WWE theme, break yeah. theme, but uh, yeah. oh, you could Rick do Flair, phenomenal Flair theme team with Charlotte and AJ. Styles. You could also have AJ wow. Styles on the team, yeah. Wow, if you want to do that, super. It's also good. a little themey. They they tag <laughs> teamed bad. up, and then you can have you know some any any. I mean, I'm sure Ric Flair tags with so many random people. I mean, there's yeah. no four horsemen. I don't think, but you can Not still, yet. yeah. No, um, if only. Well, he doesn't. Even, he doesn't even have a keyword, which is so sad. So he'll probably never get the four horsemen. Other options, sad. like easy options to build around, are the Summers family. But you fall into like a huge hole of like, I think, I watched a YouTube video, and it might have been a conspiracy video, but I think everyone in X Men comics is a Summers family member now. It, like the way they explained it, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> That Cyclops is related to Cable, Jean Grey, uh, you know, Professor X is in there somewhere. Sabretooth is secretly like Corsair's son from the time he went into the past. So I think everyone's connected. Oh, I think every X-Man is actually a Summer's child or like father or father child or whatever. Because um, that's the long shot whatever thing. What was that? Long shot and who's the guy that he works with? The blade guy. Oh, I thought you meant it was a long shot. Like no, no, reaching. I meant the character. <laughs> yeah, I know X. I know mutant. I know mutants. X mans. <laughs> I know them. <laughs> um, Goodness gracious. Uh, is it Shatterstar? Yeah, Longshot and Shatterstar. Sure. Are like 
Shatterstar. That was the yeah, one where it was like great. they are their both their own fathers and sons. Like Shatterstar's <laughs> both Longshot's father and son, and Long or some was it Shatterstar? Maybe it was. I don't remember. Listener, uh, are you hearing this? Are you listening to this right now? Do you understand good, now why I don't like the X Men? Does this make sense to you? Why I think why I don't want to read X Men comics? Think this, but it's tuned up a hundred percent more. <laughs> who's related to who and time travel and there's also just it's so uh, dumb. some really it's solid so wakanda options so you've got shuri you've got a lot of t'challas to choose from what kind options are there simeon oh i'm, I'm talking what, about them right now Wakanda options are there there's yeah, yeah, yeah there's shuri there's yeah. all the like <laughs> t'challas yeah all of, every uh, shuri everything like there's you can play primes. azuri uh yeah cool too um and then there's like Storm and all that stuff as well. So he's like he's your uncle, right? Azuri, I think so. I do Is not that... know, but yeah, either uncle or grandpa or like some sort of older, Something. older Something Panther, Panther man. Older Panther yeah, um, yeah. So like that's uh, that's an option. I don't think Wakanda goes back to what ADW, and that's it. It does. So that is silver. So you could you could pull back yeah. pretty far if you want to do that. And there's honestly. For the being the first set where Wakanda was listed as a keyword, ADW has some really good Wakanda pieces. There's the chair Black the, Panther and you know, the Chase Black Panther. There's a ton of really solid stuff. There's like the thirty point outwit one. Yeah, thirty point shifting Black Panthers are good. Yeah. Yeah, so there I mean so, yeah. we sound like we're rambling, but truly just trying to say that there's there's a lot of options for this build. Um, you don't have to think inside a box. There's a lot of pretty decent options. Don't don't put yourself in a corner when you're doing this build. Yeah, that's right. But I think all good things must come to a close. So we're gonna end our ooh Silver Age discussion right there, and we're gonna go ahead and jump into some listener questions. There are dozens of us. Dozens. First one on the Discord, Chance the Thinker, super fan Chance McCall says, okay. Question for the show and everyone, but nobody else did it, which is a little sad. Um, you've been appointed to form a team of individuals to protect Earth. There must be one of the each falling on a team. So, what are we protecting Earth from? Chance doesn't say. Yeah. So, do we want to do it's we want to choose a pretty threat. big threat? It could be like do we want to say like a Galactus. It could just be threat, you know maybe not Galactus. Warring countries causing mutual destruction. It could be an <laughs> alien invasion. Uh, it's let's hard to go. Say. Let's go like War of the Worlds alien invasion, like okay. a serious alien invasion. You know, I think yeah. War of the Worlds like the Hulk could have taken him down because they ended up dying to bacteria, right? So, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Well, let's not do that then. Let's do I don't know whatever. Let's <laughs> just say aliens that don't have a dumb weakness. Basically, let's say okay. aliens. They're prepared. They're ready. So here's what we're choosing. We got an anime character, a wrestler, a villain from an '80s film, a child. A, a soldier and a child and a robot. So let's just say it again. Anime character, wrestler, villain from an 80s film, child, soldier, child. robot. Ah, there it is again. A child. <laughs> Simeon, what's worse than a... No, nah, I don't want to say. All right, never mind. What's worse than a child? <laughs> yeah. Um, child. Yeah. All right, Simeon, let's... Uh, Let's go back and forth, and then we'll rattle off our list at the end once we get them. So who okay. is the, the anime character that you chose to be All the head right. of your super team? I picked Nikaido from Dorohidoro. So <laughs> stick with me. It's like a 
very strange anime, but I enjoy it. So it's uh, like this dude wakes up with amnesia. Also, his head got turned into like an alligator's head. And there's a man inside of his mouth. So when he swallows <laughs> other people's heads, the man inside his mouth like looks at them. I think it like, I don't know. It's magic. All right. It's just magic. And Nikaido is like the friend to the main guy. And she has like time magic. And it's like really cool. And she's also like a martial artist. So, yes, magic lady with uh, martial arts. Interesting. She's also a good uh, cook. So, there's that. Wow. Also, that's uh, my the first theme music to. Uh, Good lord. To uh, Malcolm Rush's theme. <laughs> that's the always music in the more. Background. That's it. That's uh, it for that one. All right. All right. I mean, I know we could we could rant about anime forever. Uh, my anime character I chose pretty simple. I went with All Might. I uh, wanted some West Virginia Smash, Missouri Slam, South Dakota Stunner. These are none of these are actual moves he has, but that's he says like state names. Texas United Smash. States Smash. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he. Yeah, he like reuses that. them it's occasionally, but it's it does, makes no sense. Yeah. When it's like a Missouri it. one. I know he does that one for sure in Texas. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I went with All Might. And obviously, we're just going to say the most powerful version of All Might, because why not? Why would I choose crippled, dying, pain in the side All Might? So who is your wrestler, Simeon, who's going to oh, be on your team? That would be Texas Chainsaw, known as the guy who Ooh. beat All Might, almost. No, uh, that's not an actual wrestler. Though that would be a really oh, cool okay. wrestling name. I went with uh, somebody who could... So this is before we decided what kind of thing they were protecting the world from. I went from somebody who could truly broker world peace if need be, and that is Orange Cassidy. Okay. Yeah, he just like, right. gives both sides a thumbs up, and they're like, all right. He's not much of a talker, but I feel like his raw, charismatic self yeah, could do it. He would just like bring... The Cold War would have ended if Orange Cassidy was there because he's just so calm. They would have been like, yeah, let's all just chill out. This guy's got it figured out. Okay. Uh, go with my wrestler. He had a pretty short stint, um, in the WWE. It wasn't very long. Um, I believe was it was it WWE? I can't even remember. It was a while ago. But anyways, so Mister America didn't wrestle for oh, very gosh. long, but his <laughs> his it was pretty amazing. Now this mystery masked wrestler, uh, I think just really Pythons, brother. He really exudes. I think he really exudes the power needed, brother, uh, to, I don't know why I said that, uh, needed to uh, <laughs> to bring this team together. And, of course, the theme, his theme song is Real American, which is no other wrestler, no other wrestler's theme song. No, no one's. So we still don't know the identity of Mr. America. He's a masked wrestler, and he has since retired. So we, uh, we don't know. Um, yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't yep. fired because he unmasked at any point. That's for sure. Nope. I don't. No, nope. he was never unmasked. He was never unmasked. We truly <laughs> have no idea who Mr. Uh, America is. Uh, nor. <laughs> yeah, we're going to leave it there. Uh, all right. Who is your villain from an 80s film, Simeon? Ooh, that would be former governor of California, the Terminator. Oh, really? Yeah. Because in the first film, people some people don't the remember first this. Film, but, he is a bad guy. Yeah, he is the bad guy in the first film. It's a uh, future Does boy. That come that's out the, the good 80s? guy. Yeah, it was like eighty four. 
And then the really? sequel didn't come okay. out until the 90s, Terminator 2. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking of then. Okay. For some reason, I thought like the first Terminator came out in the 70s and the second one was in the 80s. But okay, oh, it was man. a 90s film, T2. All right. That's a really good pick. That's a really good pick for 80s villain. Um, My 80s, he's not really a villain villain, but he is the antagonist of our hero. Uh, from the first Rocky movie, uh, Apollo Creed, who I chose. So... He gets in there. He's a real good close combat bruiser, brawler. Uh, main reason I chose him is because he does have very patriotic uh, attire on in the first Rocky movie. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Apollo Creed. Yeah. It's Simeon, your child. A child. <laughs> what child did you choose? The child I went with was Prez. Wow. Uh, this could either be Prez ah. Ricard from the original Prez comic or the new Prez, the uh, corndog girl from the more recent one. Um, the more recent one has like access to drones, like super futuristic drones and stuff and like mech, mech robot things. So she's probably the better pick for an invasion. So I'll just pretend like that was the one I meant the whole time. Mm. More of a teen than a child, but you know. Yeah, I also went with somebody who could be more more a teen than a child, but I think in their first appearance, they are like 12 years old, who I would say is a child. And that's none other than Captain America's sidekick, James Buchanan Barnes, or Bucky. It's a pretty good child. I would say, okay, that, that sounds weird when you say it like that's that, but I think child. that's a, a very... Yeah, that's, that's a, a good child. dealer slaps uh, him no. on the head. This is a great <laughs> child right here, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't imagine the amount of angst and robot arms you'll be able to fit on this guy later in life. Fit on this guy, oh yeah, it's gonna be good. But yeah, so for my child, I went with Bucky. Uh, next up, you have to put a soldier on the team. Okay, who's so your soldiers? For this one, I had to dig deep and think about all the all the soldiers that I've ever read about or seen in movies, and I decided the the most ridiculous one that's ever existed is none other than John Rambo. Probably from like Ooh, the, that is a good the fourth or fifth film, like not the first one's pretty pretty normal ish dude. He was like, yeah, I've got like jungle training, I'm crazy, yada yada. And then uh, also, I could have picked like the UHF version where Weird Al plays Rambo and just like piles up bodies with his bow and arrow, just like keeps Simeon, like firing. You, you know, the truly best version of Rambo is the one. Uh... Now I can't think of his name. Ah, dang it. You know who I mean, though. He's in Two and a Half Men. What is his name? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Charlie oh, Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot That's about that That's a good one. Rambo. That's a that, good like, one, dude. Top, not Top Gun. Hot, um, uh, what was the name? That? Hot Shots? Was that I it? I think, yeah, Hot Shots. Sounds right. I can't, I honestly uh, couldn't think of it. I wouldn't know. Calder did a little bit of a Charlie Sheen impersonation this week. I did. <laughs> yeah tiger yeah blood. i did uh tiger <laughs> blood dude. give me some of that tiger blood okay so my my soldier this is not surprising i i chose captain america as my soldier uh specifically you know i'll say the captain america from fear itself when he's got a ton of guns and then later picks up mjolnir i would say that's my favorite version of captain america so we'll go with that for my soldier pick yeah he fights on uh, an invasion yeah. in that too he does yeah he does he fights off an invasion actually he fights off some nazi robots some asgardian trolls they do a little bit of trolling uh anyways uh simeon you got a robot to end your team off to cap yeah. your team off you got a robot to choose here well i thought about 
all the robots that, you know, they just want to live. They want to be alive. And so I picked Johnny Five because Johnny Five is alive. Also, he can blow up no cop idea. cars with his, like, weird shoulder laser. Oh, you've never seen Johnny Five? I have no Yeah, I have zero clue. Oh, man. I'll have to send you a clip after this episode. Um, just imagine... Imagine what people in, like, the 80s thought a really cool robot would look like. Where it's, like, yeah. got wires and tank treads and, like, terrible little arms and stuff. And then, like, those two little, like, you know, binocular eyes. It's basically that. But he also had a laser cannon on his shoulder that he could blow up cop cars with. Um, the movie's called Short Circuit. but uh, Oh, okay. I've actually... I've seen a little bit of Short Circuit, I think. Yeah, no, never mind. Battery's not included. Never mind. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, supposed to be, like, decommissioned, and then it's, it's like, the plant is, like, struck by lightning or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, he, he gains, like, a soul and learns to love or something. It's a, it's a good movie. It's not mm, amazing, be. but you should watch it. Uh, all right. My final robot pick. This one, this is probably my favorite pick on the list. Uh, my, my robot is none other than Liberty Prime from Fallout 3. And if you've played uh, any of the, I think he also appears in Fallout 4, um, just do yourself a favor and look up Liberty Prime's uh, voice lines. Because it is, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh <laughs> it is uh it's good stuff it's it's like he's like looking at like the soil of this ground he's about to destroy and he's like it is made of gravel sand and communism and it's basically basically liberty prime is this robot that was made i don't know how long ago before the fallout and everything before, happened. Like, so the it's during War, like yeah. the red yeah the red scare and all that stuff was happening it was in full effect so he was made to like just take out communists but they couldn't find a way to like power him until the brotherhood stumbled upon him or like whatever. And then he takes out and who are the brotherhoods? What are their main enemies even called again? Uh, it's the, anyways, the super mutants. You side with the brotherhood. So he, he shows up in three and he yeah, helps he you three. take over the, uh, the water plant, whatever it is, the purifier plant. And I think it's the enclave. But they're like, oh, yeah, like super, yeah, that's right. they're using like super mutants as like fodder. And then he also shows up in four where it's like you choose which faction to back where in three, it's more of like an open or in three, it's more of like a story driven. You have to join the brotherhood to progress and um, four. You can choose to join the brotherhood. But if you don't, then you uh, actually have to like disable Liberty Prime, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Uh, Liberty Prime is someone you want on your team. Trust me. He So to get a scale, you're like, why would I want a robot on my team? And here's why. He's like three, four stories tall, huge robot, and he throws nukes, guys. <laughs> Literally. That's going to solve yeah. a threat. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to solve a threat. Let me tell you what. I tell you what. So yeah. All right. So, I mean, you want to give us the rundown of your team, say what they are, say their name, and then that's the team. Yeah. So that so... everybody can get a grand uh, picture here. So once again, the... The categories were an anime character. I said Nikaido from Dorohidoro. A wrestler. I said Orange Cassidy from AEW, I guess, uh, and other indie circuits. A villain from an 80s film. I said The Terminator. A child. I said Prez or Corndog Girl. Uh, a, ro a soldier. I said Rambo. And then a robot. I went with Johnny Five. 
All right. Uh, for me, anime character, I went with All Might from My Hero Academia. A wrestler, I went with Mr. America. A villain from an 80s film, I went with Apollo Creed. A child, I said Bucky Barnes. A soldier, I said Captain America. And a robot, I said Liberty Prime. And man, I want a Liberty Prime hero books figure so bad. I want a Fallout set so bad, dude. He's that would so, be so to fun. like to paint a picture. Uh, imagine the Iron Giant from that animated classic. Yeah, that's about right. And yeah, that's basically what Liberty Prime looks like. The head's a little bit different. He doesn't look as friendly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he just the voice lines are amazing because they're like they're pre-programmed. Old, so man. whoever whoever typed him into Liberty Prime's programming, like a little propaganda fueled, but very funny. That's the point, bro. That's yeah. the point. It's anti-communist <laughs> propaganda. Are you kidding me? That's the best kind of propaganda. Communism's the worst. It sucks butts. All right. Uh, <laughs> roses are red. I've got an itch. Are you ready to die, you commie son of a... Anyways, uh, now we're going to go ahead and jump into a Malcolm Rush question block. That's in Japan! Japan? No, 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 no. I can't go to Japan. A child. If you didn't think we talked about kids enough on this show, and boy, that sounds weird. Uh, Malcolm's got some Children's Day questions. So we're going to ask about children and teenagers and hero clicks. Best, worst, favorite child or teenage hero clicks. Yeah. Samuel, do best. Well, first, I want to preface that favorite. Children's Day is a celebration on May 5th in Japan, apparently. Yeah. I don't think close. that's a thing in America, is it? I doubt it. Yeah, like Mother's Day, Father's Day. If you're a kid, sucks to suck, I think. (laughs) Workforce, labor force day. Uh, I guess that's... Oh, I mean, that's probably true for China. To like farms and ranches and stuff. It's not really an urban thing, but um, yeah. Continue. I would ask my parents, can I get Labor Day off? They would have smacked me in the back of the head so hard. Labor Day, what are you, child? I am a child. Yeah, that's right. Anyways... (laughs) Give me so, your, give me your best, best child Heroclix figure. Okay, so award for best child in Heroclix goes to Valeria Von Doom, the the Chase Valeria. For thirty points, she brings leadership, potentially outwit, perplex, and the ability to zoop zoop around the map. She also damages opposing characters that are placed near you. So, ton of stuff that like a thirty point little girl does. Pretty awesome. All right. I'm so mad. We already have a samesies answer. I also said for best Valeria Von Doom. <laughs> I do. I really dig Valeria. Originally, all right. for all the same reasons. Yeah. Originally, Who's your original? I, had I also listed. had an original. Okay, mine was originally Prez Ricard. Oh, okay, never mind. Because mine was originally Ace. Okay. Yeah, I had Prez originally because I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And then I was like, oh, there's actual like this is best overall. And Prez is probably, he's definitely good. Yeah. He's just not best overall. I'd say he's meh overall. Wow. That's rude to Prez. He is good. Now, Prez is good. Prez is good. All right. Worst child or teenager in Hero Clicks? Okay. I'm pretty sure this is like more teenage, but I went with either generic ex student or trainee because they were all Ooh. bad. Uh, I didn't think they were terrible. They were. were they? they were pretty. I looked at them in a while. Pretty bad. I mean, I couldn't think of a actual person with a name that I would play over one of these. But they're they're all just like two clicks. You you get what you get on the dial kind of thing, and they've got like several different things on the dial. They're I mean, not like 
an awful point sink, but I mean, 25 points, I'd say they're bad for 15 points. If you could choose, then they'd be really good, but you don't get to choose at 15. But you see what 15 points gets us nowadays, so it's it's a lot worse now. That is true. That is true. That is very fair. For worst, I went with uh, Kamala Khan. Any any iteration of Kamala Khan is absolute garbage. Although I will say one thing about her. I saw the pictures for Kamala Khan's suit in Miss Marvel, and I hate the character. I still hate the character, but that is a good-looking suit. They're, they're doing a really good job with the suits in Disney+. Plus. I'm very yeah. impressed. Uh, but yeah. I think right. it looks favorite, cool. yeah. favorite um, child. Favorite. So this is the one that I swapped with my original best, and this is just Prez Ricard. He's got like an yeah. 18 defend top dial. You used to be able to push him to a perplex. He's got that super leadership where it's a 50-50, and you can take as many tokens as you want off of opposing characters, and then you also remove that many from friendly characters. Uh, he was a like the linchpin in my WWE teams for a long time because it really helps uh, get your signature moves popping off. Um, but yeah, now yeah. he's he's a little bit less useful for me, but he's still like a really solid piece, and he works on any team because he uh, doesn't break theme team. So if you ever need a cheap little leadership defend piece, he's pretty solid. Nice. Uh, my pick was Bucky. Surprise again to nobody. I really like either the Avengers or the Nick Fury Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Bucky. The Avengers Bucky is only 30 points, six clicks deep. Uh, his powers don't really work very well together. He's got close combat expert with stealth and energy explosion, but he's got a great sculpt holding the Tommy gun. He looks so cool, but... Uh, the other one is also stealth. It just shows that this, they're pretty smart. They actually did really well on Bucky's design. He should really have like a charge stealth combo power because Bucky was kind of a sneaky little kid and would get behind lines and like take out people that way. He would he would run into battle with Captain America a lot of the times, but Bucky became towards the end of the war a pretty good like covert little little knife kid. <laughs> it's kind of scary. It's pretty sweet. Uh, to be fair, toward the end of the war, he was like 18 or like getting pretty old. So that was pretty cool. But I really just dig. I mean, Bucky's my favorite, man. Uh, yeah. Second round of questions here. Best worst favorite hero clicks child or teenage sculpts in the game? So your favorite child is the one that went to war when it was underage. Okay. Don't don't start. Don't <laughs> it was start. a different time. Hey, he needed a sidekick. Uh, they were like, Batman's got a sidekick. Captain America's got a sidekick. You know what? Like, we should yeah, throw a kid into World War II. That's what that's yeah. missing. A child. Uh, oh, dude, there's even more gone. kids in World War II. Just wait till we get to the end questions here. Yeah. You'll, you're going to love this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You probably uh, already know, but. Best worst favorite Heroclix child or teenage sculpture. So for best, I don't. I don't really pay attention to like sculpts when it comes to like I, I'll notice a sculpt when I see it, but I don't really like log it in my brain as like oh yeah that's one to remember for future. Um, but one that I do remember being previewed and thinking it was really awesome, so I'm gonna put this as best was Damien on Goliath from Rebirth. Uh, that's I think it's just uh, called Robin, but it's the super rare where it's him sitting on like the giant devil dog thing, whatever that creature is. And it's a really cool sculpt. It was a really big sculpt, but it was really cool. Okay. So my my opinion for best is because it's also super iconic. I'm going to go with Hammer of Thor Molly Hayes when she's holding up like a boulder or a piece of road as the little ducklings yeah. go in front of her. It's just oh, a really yeah. cool sculpt that tells a really neat uh, tells a really neat story. I, forgot so about I, I always really liked that sculpt. 
yeah. So it's it's really cute and it's great. It shows that she's strong, and then it's like, oh, she's protecting the little ducks. So it's great. Right, worst child sculpt. All right. Flash so this one, I dug really deep into my brain and I pulled out ex student slash trainee because they're oh, just they super go. generic. I get that they're actually generics, but like for all the powers on their dials, they're just like two random people standing in poses with X uniforms. It's, I don't know. Some sort of effect would have been cool. I get that, you know, they, they couldn't like give them like a brain wave for the mind control one. If it was like the, uh, like psychic blast or range combat expert one you were using or whatever, but still some sort of effect would have been cool. Uh, my worst specific about this all the kamala khan sculpts are bad uh she has such a terrible power she is awful but of course the worst in this category is going to go to the hammer or sorry the mighty thor colossal uh kamala khan she's straight trash that one truly Uh, is it is bad it is bad yeah uh anyways simeon your favorite child or teenage sculpt in the game so for this one i went with franklin von doom so he's like in his uh, oh. kind of like an iconic pose, if you've read the comic, but he's in his like little floating uh, position and he's holding like the little universe in front of him that he's created. Just a really cool, like the dial doesn't really match as well as I'd like. It more matches like the giant Galactus that he uses in that comic. But uh, yeah, like people forget that like Franklin as a child was able to uh, do a lot of really cool stuff. We haven't really seen it a lot in hero clicks but uh yeah still the pose is cool my favorite has to go with bucky again uh but i like him with the tommy gun this is from the avengers set bucky uh and just it was really cool pulling out and he's like boom tommy gun in your face looks great i really like that i really dig the avengers set bucky with the tommy gun it looks really cool hmm yeah and then we get to go to uh a little bit of a a little bit of sidekick captain area of questioning. So since introduced, uh, sidekick captain and ally was introduced. Which child or teenage sidekick do you like or don't like and why? All right. That's I put my, yeah. I put the Moloid kids in my like category because if you uh, play all of them and you can actually generate the bystander, which I wasn't able to when I faced off against Lord Doom, but if you can actually generate the little Moloid bystander, then... Um, you get plus one stats, and that's fun. Uh, they're they're fun little characters. I don't think they're great, but they're still fun. Um, yeah, and then the one that I didn't, I put in the don't like category was Bentley, whatever twenty three or whatever. Yeah. Well, you're gonna like my answers then, Simeon. Uh, I don't know anything about the Moloid kids, so I said Franklin. I think sidestep TK is really solid, and then he just gets sidekick powers on top of that. But for 20 points, sidestep TK, big big fan, and he's a 10 for two, isn't terrible, you know. Um, but my least favorite, I said Bentley as well, and I have no idea what he's from. He just looks like a little prick kid. Like I don't know what to say. He just looks like he looks like the kind of kid who would be asking to play with your phone at like a family barbecue or something. He's like, you got games on your phone? Hey, you have games on your phone? Oh, he'll walk up to you. <clears throat> you want to see what I can do? He'd just be like one of the world's most annoying children. He just looks like I want to yeah. hit him. You know? Yeah. Hate. do not hey, care for Bentley 23. My nephew Wizard. loves Brick Block, okay? So. 
Oh my god! Sorry, <laughs> I, I do realize I just said about ninety percent of kids will ask you like, "Hey, can I play games on your yeah. phone?" Or <clears throat> check out what I can do. They'll cough on you, nasty little things, children. Um, I don't hate kids. <laughs> I'm just saying it's what they do. They I all just do choose it. not to have them. That's all. Um, I just well, well, I, what? Why would? Okay. Anyways, I also picked Bentley because <laughs> he has the worst sculpt to power combination ever. Yeah, that's like also a kick, bad. and he's just such a not offensive piece. His whole thing is like leadership, which is fine. That makes sense for the character. But the shin kick thing just like really gets me because there's another character that has a power called shin kick, and Bentley's the one with the shin kicking sculpt. And yeah, I'm just irritated. Yeah, it's it is bad. Next up, Malcolm. In future sets, which child or teenager should get the sidekick trait and why? All right. So for this one, I said Isaac Arnold Berkowitz should get one since he won Worlds in 2019. Um, and he's technically a teen. So, yeah, that fits. Uh, no. <laughs> he's not a sidekick. If anything, his dad should have the sidekick oh, trait. Wow. Isaac should be wow. the captain. I'm just saying, Shots bro. Shots fired. Pew, pew. Uh <laughs> That's not actually it's the wrong podcast. I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That one doesn't. Uh, does that even exist do anymore? They, I don't. Do they Anyhow. exist anymore? Probably not. Um, in future sets. So honestly, I like, could no rattle off everything. Of Anyone that's way. like ever actually been a quote unquote sidekick. So Robin, Superboy, uh, you know, just like all all the super common sidekicks that have been sidekicks throughout history would make sense. Uh, all the ex kids, like so, the uh, there was a stint where there was like Wolverine and the X Men, and he was just like a teacher, and it was just like a day in the life of like an ex teacher, and there was like Eye Boy and Glob Herman was there, and there's like a like Beak, there's like a ton of like different characters that we haven't seen yet, but if they ever do make them, they definitely should have sidekick uh, traits. Mm, for sure. Um, obviously the most important sidekick ever Marvel's first sidekick needs to be made. And that is of course, Bucky as a surprise to nobody. Um, if you would have told me, Hey, you know, if you would have told me in 2019, guess what? A set in two years is going to come out and it's going to have captains and sidekicks. What set is it going to be? I would say, well, duh, the captain America set. He's a literal captain and he has tons of sidekicks, <laughs> but did that happen? No, no, it didn't. We got a wonder woman set where generics are sidekicks now for some reason. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to say Bucky, but all of cap sidekicks should get, I guess. Uh, so yeah. That means Jack Monroe as nomad. That is uh, Rick Jones. When he was Bucky for a little bit, uh, I'd say D man should get it. Cause why not? D man kind of sucks. He was more of a sidekick than anything. Uh, first appearance Falcon. Let's give him sidekick. And then second, like red costume or something. Falcon. Let's give him the ally tag. I would say, but yeah, cap had a ton of sidekicks uh, throughout his run, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I Bucky is the OG for me. I mean, obviously Robin's the OG sidekick, but Bucky to me, that's that Marvel OG sidekick, and he needs to be a sidekick. And Cap Captain America needs to be a captain. If which we do brings see us more uh, generics getting sidekick, like it'd be cool to get some generic like goons, like Joker, Thug, uh, suited henchmen, like that kind of stuff, getting sidekick. But only if it like worked really well with the captain, who would be like the the goon lord or whatever, uh, like well, Joker, Riddler, or whatever. <sighs> I think that's the best thing about using just sidekick as a roll tag 
Because instead of having to do henchmen when this character's been eight squares of Joker or blah, blah, like, you know how all those traits would have worked or all those special powers worked. Instead, they can just be sidekicks. And then the Joker or the Penguin or whoever, their henchmen can be affected by them. Now, I get it. It'll also work for other people. But I think more than anything, captain and sidekick is not a reflection of truly who is a sidekick and who is their captain. Because if, like, you know, Fantastic Four and definitely Wonder Woman is anything to show, uh, the captains and sidekicks don't make sense at all. You know, like, those aren't sidekicks. Yeah, Yeah, I think Fantastic Four makes a little more sense than... It makes more sense. Uh, Wonder Woman. It does. They're all sort of babysitting kids. Yeah. It was like, Maxi Zeus, did he really have like a sidekick minotaur and like they you know multiple comics where he's like doing crusades with like his minotaur friend who didn't have a name probably not did he like lead a a giant group of them maybe sure but that'd be cool i do think this cleans up the wording where it's like you know instead of having to have all these special these wordy special damage powers and stuff for minions um, instead, it's like, boom, they're just sidekick, and here's the captain, who you would assume would be played with them. So I think the captain sidekick thing as a mechanic just really cleans up wording, which is what I'm okay with. I'm cool with that. It really cleans up wording, and it really uh, makes the game flow a lot better. But anyways, number five, which characters would you like to get the captain ally trait to go with the sidekick that you just named? What would that trait do or be? All right, so characters that would get a captain or ally, uh, all of the headmasters from the xxs set the xavier school set um if we had like the same the same people that got the headmaster treatment if they were now captains instead of like the headmaster perplex leadership all the like crazy additional stuff that they got for being headmasters if they just got leader or captain if they just got the captain trait with like you know this or that you know kind of thing like an xavier that I don't I don't know what Xavier would do because he can't really give him mind control, but he could give him like protected from mind control maybe or something like that. That'd be mm-hmm. cool. Um, Wolverine could give him like some sort of like I don't, I don't know, not regeneration, but they like he could just he could just be like either an ally or have some sort of like retaliation thing, which is what his headmaster already kind of did. Um, he could be like a, they could mastermind to him, like a, yeah. just a Jim Hammond, as lame as that would be, I guess, to just take one from someone else. But, but yeah. S- Splinter would be cool if he could give uh, like the turtles all like empower or uh, give them all leadership or I don't know, like whatever a, like a sensei kind of character would do, boost their attack or something. So maybe he fits like yeah. ally more than anything else, like ally for against TMNT <sighs> enemy kind of thing. Um, oh, sure. But yeah, like I mean, Batman would obviously like it would. Batman pretty much already gives Robin what like Robin already has the Batman. Uh, what is it? Batman right. ally team so ability. So it's not like he's gonna get stealth again. Uh, yeah. But yeah, people who can captain teams um, would be cool. So like you know, Captain America, Picard, people that like actually captained things people that were leaders it would make sense for them to be captains oh so yeah so what i wrote down for my captains and allies to go with bucky uh captain america of course he'd probably have something like when a friendly sidekick hits with an attack that attack doesn't count toward your action total or get plus one action something like that i think would be cool much much more in depth than just giving a bunch of the sidekicks leadership which is a really stupid thing i think 
so instead, yeah, something like if when they hit, it gives you a plus one action. I think that's really cool. Especially if you do like a fear itself cap who has this whole like uh, we're all Avengers now type vibe would be really sweet. Um, for ally, I said Falcon and I think he could just give them like a plus one speed or maybe plus one defense or like ESD or something like that from range attack, stuff like that. I think that would be really cool as far as like an ally goes. Uh, another ally, you know, like the Captain America mythos would be like Diamondback. I would consider her an ally and then or she could honestly be a sidekick as well too but if we made her an ally she could give you like plus one attack to serpent society keyword or something like really bad where it's like when is this ever useful yeah um you know i think that would be i think that'd be kind of cool but there's there's tons of characters uh that you can choose just in, in the captain america like a uh, u.s agent should probably be an ally probably be like plus one damage or just something to show he's more of a bruiser type deal or like choose a sidekick and they can use Battle Fury this turn. Something really cool, you know? Yeah, like Iron Man. It'd also be sweet to have Isaiah Bradley or something. Iron Man picks like one sidekick to gain like flight and invincible for a turn or something. Oh, like sure, he yeah. Him, he Give gives him a, him a suit like armor rescue or whatever. Um, that would probably, I mean, I guess... Like, yeah. I don't see myself playing Dr. Poison to give one person poison, so I, I still think that that's not going to be like super overplayed it's not going to be like busted but yeah yeah I, i'd like yeah. to see them just turn the dial just a little bit up on the captain and sidekick stuff especially when it comes to allies because like if i'm sidelining if i'm taking up the sideline where i could be using trouble alerts and stuff if i'm or sh like shifting focus and things like that if i'm taking that up to needs to be good put a character like star sapphire uh <laughs> I get a plus one attack against Green Lanterns. Like, how often is that going to actually happen outside of like yeah, a sealed environment? And even in a sealed environment, how often is that going to happen? Yeah, it's like one of those nights where you kind of have to build for it, right? It's like we're going to build out of only lantern cores or something, which I don't know how many how many stores would even do that. But yeah, okay. Well, number six here on the questions: Which is your favorite? child or teenage team that you enjoy in hero clicks or in other media i did not have a hero clicks one so soon yeah. why don't you go ahead and start neither did i um so even though it's named after a hero clicks set uh it's not like the hero clicks is not my it's not a go-to team for me the future foundation um i've said it a few times on the show but jonathan hickman's future foundation and fantastic four run was amazing and you really get like a feel for like the kids motivations like Valeria is just this like super smart uh like child at the time she's like incredibly intelligent like to the point where you know they project that she'll be smarter than Reed when she's like about his age or whatever and then Franklin isn't so bright but he's like got this like endless source of power like his imagination dog it on franklin here like, okay he's a little dumb compared to like, i'm not gonna lie wow uh, and a little's an understatement um and then also wolverine and the x-men where uh wolverine was like the headmaster and then a, uh when wolverine was gone for a short while and they pretended like he was dead but he really wasn't ever because that never happens in comics uh 
Spider-Man took over. So it was Spider-Man and the X-Men for a few issues. And that was really fun. That's where, if you've ever seen Sauron, the like comics uh, panel where Sauron's like, I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's from Spider-Man and the X-Men. And that's, uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Like when I got to that panel, when I was reading it, I, I chuckled, but I didn't think it was like, hilarious. And then years later I saw it again and people are like, who is dinosaur man? What is he-? like? It's, it is funny. It's just, uh, the whole series is like more goofy oriented than like serious stuff. But, uh, again, like the interaction between mentor and like all the, like the kids is really cool. Um, seeing like all the kids with like their different abilities, like I boy goes to Mojo verse and then suddenly his like power of being able to see out of multiple eyes instead becomes like he can see illusions and stuff too. It's, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but it's fun. All right. Uh, my absolute favorite children in media at all. Uh, none of these are going to be comic related. Uh, so getting the second place trophy, uh, I think they deserve a shout out, is going to be the kids from Stranger Things. They deserve a little bit of a shout out from being, oh, sure. you know, goofy little kids on bikes. But my personal favorite is none other than probably my favorite cartoon growing up, but Codename Kids Next Door. I mean, you ever watched <laughs> oh, this yeah, cartoon? Yeah, I forgot about that. Dude, it's, it's freaking good, man. It's awesome. It was uh, really so good. So if you guys don't a... know what yeah. Codename Kids Next Door is, uh, they're child secret agents. And they have these really weird... Uh, so first of all, each child secret agent sector has like a treehouse as like their main base, but it's like a super high-tech slash low-tech kind of shambled together place they live um, and they fight off against evil adults and like their guns and weapons and stuff are like these really random things put together that should by no means work it's like ketchup bottle glued to a plank of wood and it shoots a laser somehow and i don't know how that works but it's like it's really funny and they have like weird you know some of the higher up it's imagination it's really good and then yeah, the codenamed Kid Next Door, and of course, uh, their mortal enemies, the delightful children from down the lane, uh, which is also hilarious. Um, and then, of course, they also fight just crazy and then evil old people. But you would never be, you would be kicked out of candy as soon as you turn 13. And as a child, that was my nightmare. I was so scared of turning 13. But on the flip side, <laughs> I knew that. When I did turn 13, that's when mutant powers <laughs> began to start in children. Yeah, I didn't hate the X-Men yet as a child. So I was like, whoa. Sadly, I'm kicked out of kids next door and I can't watch my favorite show anymore. But when I'm 13, I do get a mutant power if I am a mutant. And it turns out I'm not a mutant. And that's why I still hate mutants to this day. But no, um, I don't know what streaming service kids next door might be on. But it's 1,000% worth your time to watch it because it is an awesome show. Uh, and there's even a, a Christmas special that's a, actually an X-Men, oddly enough, uh, crossover. If you know, if you know, you know, it's really, it's really funny. Um, but yeah, codenamed Kids Next Door. Great group of kids. Great group of kids. Uh, number seven, make a Hero Clicks uh, child theme team. I'm sorry, Malcolm, I didn't do that. No. Simeon? Um, okay, cool. So number eight. It, I will say, in my opinion, a lot of like the, I was, I started doing this and I realized most of them are like tertiary and support figures. So if I have a Billy Batson, like a Prezer card, you know, X, Y, Z, uh, outside of like the teen Titans, you can't really do this. Like oh my a solid gosh. child. Wow. We never mentioned the teen Titans at all. I feel a little bad now. Wow. Yeah. Star they weren't Fire's even on good. my mind. There you go. 
It weren't even on my radar for like any of these child teen questions. Teen is in the name. Uh, also, <laughs> yeah, Teen Titan. Also, we didn't say anything about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <sighs> Technically, no, we didn't mention them either. Even though I'm well, pretty sure the thing. At this point they don't they're really, not. They really um, don't feel like. I, I hate to say it, but they don't feel like teenagers in. Maybe the 80s, they feel like teenagers. And definitely in the 2012 show, I would say they feel like teenagers. But Maybe turtles my age like TMNT, reverse dogs, so um, it's one-seventh like, of human years. When I watched Turtles, it was 2003, which is the best version of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You fight me on that one. Um, the 2003 Turtles was so good. and But it was, I don't know, they didn't feel like teenagers. They felt a little more grown up than that. They definitely felt 18, 19, 20-something years old. They didn't feel like how teens act, like sure they'll goof around and eat pizza or whatever, but they weren't totally wacky kids like in 2012 or just wacky things in general in the 80s. So, uh, yeah, I guess I don't I don't normally think of it. I know they are teenage mutant ninja turtles, but even in like the movie, it's hard to think of them as only being teenagers, you know, like it's it's weird. I don't know why, but it's like anyways. Yeah, we didn't think you didn't even mention them at all. It's so sad. Uh, but yeah, number eight. This is going to be, this is kind of a fun one, actually. I like this one a lot. Uh, last question. If you could make a Heroclix style for a child slash teenage comic book character, who would it be? And what would the dial look like? All right. So out of all the comics that I, I think the most iconic teenager that should be made in Heroclix into a sidekick is Jughead from the Archie comics. Ooh. So, so Jughead, many may not know actually did have superpowers for a short amount of time where he could uh, like see the future and other random stuff. Um, but Jughead's just an overall good guy. He's got a funky hat and a shirt and other things. Uh, so I'd give him like support and then perplex only against like opposing characters or maybe like perplex that affects opposing attack values and then prob to, to show like the one time when he did have powers and was actually like, you know, super powered. Nice. There's actually, um, by the way, Jughead is an awesome pick. I mean, as a, as an Archie fan, I really like that pick. Um, I would, I think, an Archie Fast Forces, although useless, uh, would be really funny. Um, mission there's points. a, there's one. Just yeah, make them all points. have mission points. Uh, Reggie's pulling pranks on someone. Who knows? Give them mission points. I don't know. Uh, but there is an Archie Andrews book where comes in. Archandrian or something weird like that, but it's a pun off as Guardian, and he becomes Thor um, for a little bit, and that's kind of cool. So, like, I think I did make um, for an old Dial H for Hero Clicks Dial Design contest when Hunter, Drew, and Austin were in charge of the show, and when they did Dial Design contests, I, I made an Archie as Thor uh, custom dial, which is probably really bad because it was like five, eight years ago or something. Um, but still like that's kind of a cool one uh but no who i said for the children here is the kid commandos were a team of children that helped fight alongside the adult invaders during yeah you guessed it world war ii the kid commandos is made up of bucky barnes toro the human torch well i guess he was called toro but he's like something hammond his name was actually toro but he's, he's a human torch like robot like jim hammond so there's toro and then there's also uh gwen sabuki aka golden girl and David Mitchell, a.k.a. The Top. And I don't know how many comics these guys had, uh, but Golden Girl uh, is actually the grandmother of, I believe, what was her name, like Radiance, who appeared in the Nick Fury set. Uh, she could, like, shoot just kind of golden beams. So I'd give her, like, some knockback, maybe some shape change, energy explosions, some stuff like that. 
Uh, now, David Mitchell here, he was the top, which means he can spin at inhuman speeds, which means he's going to get double sidestep, flurry, combat reflexes, but he can uh, make a make either close attack before and after in between sidesteps when he uses flurry. Because I think, I think that's fun. And that's how I would do a spinny top guy like old David Mitchell here. So, yeah, just to round out the Kid Commandos team. Now, if we make them all 75 points, which is way too many points for the Kid Commandos because they are not that good, and we could make a team. But they probably would all be around 50 points or less. Even if we say, like, Bucky and Toro are definitely the goats of the Kid Commandos. I mean, no offense to David and uh, and Gwen here. But they don't they don't live very long in comics, nor do they come back to life in comics. Their, their characters were very short. <laughs> they were kid commandos, and that's all they got to be, sadly. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean just to just to round out the kid commandos team, I would want David Mitchell and Gwen Sabuki. That'd be really cool. And that that'll bring a close to our Malcolm Rush questions. Now let's do a Jedi Legend Hero Clicks tip of the week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Tip of the week is critical hits. We all know that it does plus one damage. That is to each hit target. So if you multi-target or pulse wave, it is going to do plus one to each hit target, which is awesome. But And it automatically hits, but because the targets become hit, Super senses and mastermind don't work. So you don't get a roll for super senses. You can't mastermind the damage when you get hit with a critical hit. So no getting out of it. Plus, since it is doubles, the target is knocked back three squares like normal knockback. The more you know. Yeah, my favorite was uh, crit hitting one of Apache Chief's quakes, like map-wide quake. Ooh. Pretty fun stuff. That's a big three damage to everybody quake. That's awesome. And if you crit hit with Guy Gardner... While surrounded with nine oh people, you'll do eleven damage. <laughs> oh, you can, <laughs> to you can each only be person. By How eight, awesome is that? There's only eight squares. Oh, eight people. So you'll do ten damage. That's right. I don't know what magical world I was thinking of, but anyways, <laughs> still, that's pretty solid. I'm. I think it'd be awesome. Can you imagine you your opponent positions so poorly that you can you get yeah. you get a it makes crit, me want to play quake, guy damage every single day finger. until that happens. Just to see it happen once. Until that happens. <laughs> yeah. I'll just fine tune it with like a awesome. Professor X and mind control it and like finally get it to like right. pop Move off. Them around. And be like, yes. My opponent will be like, yeah, that was real fun. Thanks. And then I'll just get up and like leave the store and I'll be like, you don't know how long I've been waiting. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And that's also a close to the show. Wow. Wouldn't you know? What a good show. Uh, just so you guys know, for next week's show, we may do a new clicks on the block, but for sure we're going to be talking about. 300 modern age in preparation for some events coming up so if you were curious about what to build for the scott porter invitational or other 300 modern hero events dial h is going to dip into the dark side and we're going to talk about 300 modern for a little bit which is not what we normally do but Simeon and i do play in competitive events we don't win competitive events but we do play in them so we do try to team build to the best of our ability but that's all i've got to say for this show and for the next show so Simeon, why don't you go ahead and take the reins my man yeah so with that Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day. There's some Wonder Woman singles up, sure to be sold out soon. Use code DIAL5 to get 5% Probably. off and find cool stuff every day at CoolStuffInc.com. 
Happy trails. So if you're looking for emotional satisfaction, my advice to you is seek professional hero clicks. No. Are you serious? Again? How many people even play this game? Like the hundred? Instant deadpan humor. Over oh, six people it? think I am funny. It's the hard day's work. Not that you know anything about that. Which absolute fools. It's not witcher nonsense. I'm gonna make hero clicks like that forever. Are you kidding me? <laughs> hey Google, back some more. Let the chat continue because he's a jerk. Wow, wow, wow.